today. Is zero-party data the marketing industry's last resistance against the cookie-pocalypse? Influencer CPMs are getting out of control. A lawsuit striking at the core of Pinterest. Bad news for merchants who rely on PayPal. And Amazon has decided it wants to make the life of DTC sellers miserable two times a year now. It's Monday, June 27th. I'm Todd Maffin. Here is what you missed today in digital marketing. If your campaigns haven't been delivering results lately, it's not just you. Nine out of 10 marketers have seen a decline in the effectiveness of digital channels, according to some new research. The study found that marketers are seeing the greatest decline in social marketing. Other top digital channels in decline include email newsletters, SMS, and display advertising. Six out of 10 respondents said data privacy regulations are making their marketing tactics less effective. As a result, about 40% said collecting zero-party data has never been more important. I know, I know, third-party cookies, first-party data, now zero-party. For most people, this defines first-party data that consumers give you voluntarily and intentionally. Take Netflix as an example. You give Netflix an email address to sign up because you have to. That's first-party data because Netflix is collecting it on Netflix-owned sites and using it for their own purposes. But when you rate a show with thumbs up or thumbs down, something you do not have to do to use the service but is a voluntary action, you're giving them data about yourself and your preferences. That's what most people call zero-party data. Tell Yelp your phone number when you sign up? First party. Tell it you prefer sushi over pizza? Zero party. The study was done by Spectrum, which provides a conversational marketing platform, something most of us call chatbots. So naturally, a lot of their report was about said bots. Almost three quarters of respondents said the tactic has been quite effective for them. According to their data, Instagram is the most effective channel for conversational marketing, followed by, in order, WhatsApp Business, Facebook Messenger, and Google's Business Messages. Spectrum's study included 400 marketers in the sample group. One of the tactics seeing a decline in effectiveness, according to that study, was influencer marketing. And if that's true, it's peculiar that some new data shows that YouTube influencer CPMs are on the rise and not slowing down. YouTube saw an increase in demand for creators across every vertical last year, and the trend continued this year. For example, the median CPM for beauty influencers in 2021 was almost $77. Now... In the first half of 2022, it's $87 CPM. According to the research, two factors are attributed to the rise in CPMs, an increased interest in influencer marketing, and, of course, Apple's privacy changes. The report noted that the industry will likely continue to see an upward climb. The data comes from the Outloud Group's analysis of more than 2,800 YouTube channels. I should note that Outbound is an influencer marketing agency, so, you know, it's not like they don't have a dog in this race. A link to their study is also in today's premium newsletter, which you can learn more about at todayindigital.com slash newsletter. Pinterest is being sued by a digital marketing strategist who claims she helped create it. Last week, a judge denied the company's motion to dismiss the lawsuit, but eliminated one of its co-founders as a defendant because he left Pinterest a decade ago. Bloomberg is one of the agencies reporting on this. The plaintiff initially filed the lawsuit in September, saying she contributed to some of the platform's most integral features, including pin boards, but was never compensated. She says she was friends with the platform's co-founder, 
who asked her to, quote, salvage a failed shopping app, unquote, which later became Pinterest. She never had any employment or contract with Pinterest, but says based on her discussions with co-founders, she thought she would be compensated. Pinterest tried to dismiss the case in December, saying the claims were too old and therefore barred by the statute of limitations. But, the judge says, the complainant sufficiently alleges that both parties agreed on deferred compensation. The judge also ruled that Pinterest's 2019 IPO was a transformative event and the company should have an obligation to pay the plaintiff. Pinterest has not yet responded to requests for comment. You may recall a couple of years ago, Meta, then known just as Facebook, acquired the animated GIF platform Jiffy for about $400 million. Since then, it's been pretty rough sailing. Late last year, the UK's competition watchdog, known as the CMA, told Meta it had to sell Jiffy, saying the acquisition could harm social media users and British advertisers. Meta appealed, and this week, the slow gears of bureaucracy cranked out a development. Meta had appealed the decision to another body, the Competition Appeal Tribunal, on six grounds, five of which have now been unanimously rejected by the tribunal. According to that tribunal, the CMA's original finding that the acquisition significantly reduced dynamic competition was lawful. But the tribunal did rule that the CMA withheld information from Meta about Snapchat's acquisition of Jiffy Cat for nearly a year after it became aware of the ruling, undermining the company's defense. Until all that bureaucracy is finally unwound, Jiffy continues to operate per normal, though it is starting to look like the site might be back up for sale soon. I'll pitch in 20 bucks. Anyone else? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PayPal recently announced it will be rolling out two changes to its peer-to-peer pricing structure in the U.S. First, the company will be changing its goods and services pricing structure. This is the fee that it charges to merchants or sellers. Accepting payments through its system will be changed to 2.99% with no fixed fee. The current fee is 2.89% plus a flat fee of $0.49 USD. Second, PayPal has closed a loophole that allowed those peer-to-peer payments to include business accounts. So now, well, at least in the weeks ahead, U.S. customers will only be able to send friends and family peer-to-peer payments to other consumer PayPal accounts and no longer merchant accounts for goods and services. While Twitter's remote workers live in fear that they will face the same fate as Tesla's employees that are required to spend at least 40 hours per week in the office, the future of work is remote, according to Yelp. 
the review platform announced it will close three of its most consistently underused offices by the end of July. According to Yelp's CEO, 1% of the company's employees opted to return to the office every day since reopening with a remote-first approach. And the three offices that are closing are seeing less than 2% use of available workspaces every week. What about companies adopting a hybrid model? That's apparently no good either. According to the CEO of Yelp, it requires employees to live near an office, potentially driving up their housing costs, and to endure unpaid time spent commuting. It also means hiring is artificially constrained by geography, translating to a smaller and less diverse pool of talent. And finally, not that DTC merchants needed the competition, but Amazon is apparently planning a second Prime Day shopping event for its Amazon Prime subscribers this year. CNBC reports that its sources say the e-commerce giant recently notified select third-party merchants of a Prime Fall Deal event through Seller Central. According to the notice, quote, the Prime Fall Deal event is a Prime exclusive shopping event coming in Q4, unquote. Hmm. Does that sound like deals or desperation to you? And it's starting to get hot out here. I think we have another record-breaking summer coming. Not looking forward to it. See you tomorrow. Crushing levels left to right, left to right. Hit on me out of spite. Cause I'm bout it, bout it, bout that light. Rolling on my wrist, it's down the frames. 40 on my neck, I'm glistening. Speakers up, I'm going in. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.